I'll come back. 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 Yes, is you hit I, that moment when you when you hit the button and it moans. The yeah. hammer is your penis. <laughs> Please don't hit your penis. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Is, is that, that how is we that opened way? the show? Hold on. Is, that is exactly how we opened the show. Opened the show. <laughs> With the I hammer think is of... your penis. Oh. I know. I just. Oh, the the fucking timing. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna... Do Don't worry, it's a reference. It's a reference. We are highly cultured. Yes! It... Yes! She understands the reference! <laughs> oh! Thank you. It thank you. kitty time, apparently. That's fine. We will We will do count it. The fuck is kitty time? It's time Five, for kitties. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the BarCast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are a non-pencil. It's pussy time. Ravage. E. Enigmatic Otaku. Where are them Pokemon Snap Ludes, my boys? Flaminorfer. E. Milk. <laughs> F. And I'm bleeding, which is all like synonymous because this week we have not a bunch of animals as our guests, but we have. Bats! Bats, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Well, thank you for having me. The pleasure is simply all ours, and probably ours alone after we get done asking you questions. <laughs> um, we'll see. For, the, <laughs> for those who have never tuned in before, hello and welcome. We are a community-based interview podcast where we ask uh, brony fandom celebrities as well as other fandom celebrities... Come join our podcast. We politely uh, interview them, your questions for about two hours, and make them miserable. Um, with that said, if you want to catch up on previous episodes, such as interviewing Bill Newton, um, Andrew Libman, John Delancey, Dusty Cat, many, many more, feel free to check us out on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and other places that you can digest your podcast-related material. You can find all the links at thebarcast.net. And there's even more coming because we're streaming live on Twitch right now, which means that the lovely Anon Pencil is monitoring our chat for questions. Pencil, what are questions we don't ask our guests? Hi, Alex. I see you. Um, today we will be asking our guests pretty much any question. We're not going to be asking our question about dem dicks, though, because we're just not. You can ask You can ask me about my dick, and I'll tell you to fuck off. It'll be great. Instead, my dick. Uh, we could also ask about priest dick, and that's fine, too. Um, we will also not be doing anything outside of our usual rules. At this point, you should know this, but no politics, no religion, no really personal questions like, you know, where did you grow up? What's your address? But we do have a special thing we're doing today, and that's a drinking word. Please, what's the drinking word, and how does it work? Well, basically, the way that the drinking word works is that whenever you hear the word basically, basically, you take a drink. That's it. <laughs> please, please take responsibly. healthy drinks. Yes, please drink responsibly. We don't want to send someone to the hospital. 
again, we'll talk more about our Excuse charity me, endeavors. We didn't send them to the hospital. They yeah. sent themselves. <laughs> Don't send yourselves to the hospital, ladies and gentlemen. But without further ado, we've dilly-dallied long enough. We've got questions for Bats. Let's get to know this lovely person. Bats, who are you and what do you do in the fandom? Um, well, uh, you, you started off saying that we're apparently interviewing a celebrity, and uh, I'm, I'm interested to know who that is and when they're going to show up. I'm more <laughs> of like a fandom has-been at this point. Uh, <laughs> really? If, okay. <laughs> that said, I'm going to need you to qualify that statement. Uh, well, I, I suppose at a certain point you could have called me a fandom celebrity in probably like oh, 2013, maybe 2014 when I actually wrote My Little Pony fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of stopped since then for a long time with like I'll show up and like put something up and then quietly go away again and see how how many people end up ignoring it or not. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, it's just uh, I am. Part of that is because at the time when I started, it was kind of an unhealthy thing, writing fan fiction for me, and better place now, so actual writing's happening again now, just in time for the whole series to be over, and for my interest levels to be a little low. But if anyone does recognize me, it's probably from stuff that I wrote back in 2013 or 2014. I was kind of like the main name in Twidash shipping at that time, so... It's probably, if anyone recognizes me, it'll be from that, and that's basically who I, who I am. I'm someone who showed up in that time, right at the end of uh, Season 2, before Season 3 really started, wrote a bunch of Twidash, and then disappeared. Right, and a lot of your Twidash kind of set the foundation for, like, the relationship dynamics that get used, like, in perpetuity in other stories kind of going forward. Have you had the opportunity to read kind of a lot of, like, the modern state on what Twidash kind of is, and do you think it's evolved in a good direction? Uh, yes and no. I, I, I've, read, I've read quite a bit. Uh, a lot of the most recent stuff I haven't read. I've kind of fallen out of uh, reading My Little Pony fan fiction. I, I, I catch stuff here and there on it. Mm-hmm. From, from what I can tell on it, a lot of things moved in an interesting direction, more driven by the show than by mm-hmm. me. Uh, just because, like, a lot of the dynamics changed post-season three for obvious reasons. Right. And and then with with that, from, from everything going on, especially once you get into, like, season eight with the school and things, it's all it's a whole different ballgame, a whole different set of rules for any sort of writing in the fandom if you're writing in that period of time for it. Um, but I, I, think, I think overall, like, fan fiction for My Little Pony has, has gone in a generally expected direction. Whether that's good or bad is hard to say. I think something that was really interesting at the start is that you had a, hot, a lot of really, really high-quality writers. People that probably were professional writers or could, could then go on to become professional writers working in the space and that resulted in some really high quality stuff i'm sure that stuff still exists now but of course it's like higher volume of just everything coming in and a lot of when you have a a huge open floodgates on story types and things 
kind of lowest common denominator ends up rising to the top, and that's what all that you really see. So a lot of those gems are probably hidden at this point. That's um, fair. By the way, I wanted to uh, congratulate you on your 2,000th follower. <laughs> well, thank you. Wait, wait. Was she hanging on literally one more? Yes, she was. <laughs> it's, oh, you, damn. You know, it's, it's, it's funny with this. I, I, do, I do appreciate that, and it's very nice. Yay, 2,000 followers. Yay! But it's actually the, the second time. <laughs> I, 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 got up, I got up above, and then there was like a period of like, two months where nothing happened and then I got a new follower and clearly they had cleared out some some old accounts or done some like uh banning because it dropped down to 1996 <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah well, I, I I actually had a similar thing happen to my account because I went I lost something like 50 followers overnight just in one night oh, yeah. it, was really, it was really strange well chat you know what to do I've posted the link you know where to go you know what to do <laughs> This makes me wonder how many how many people have their follower account fixed fixed at a certain point because people people might have OCD and want it, want it to be a certain number. Jesus Christ! I used to I screenshot mean, it when it was palindromes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I used to actually do celebrations like, "Hey, there's 500 followers now!" Woohoo! Like, nah. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to make a new account now, and it's going to get 69 followers. And anyone who follows me afterwards, I'm going to report them. I really like this writer, but they got 69 followers, and I don't want to ruin that. <laughs> I know what I must do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> See, anyway, that, sorry. <laughs> that reminds me that there's an artist I follow on Twitter who was really close to, to following 420 people and being followed by uh, 6969 people. And so she got to 420 and said, I'm not following anyone else until I hit 6969. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, then the next question is, how did you get into MLP? Uh, well, let's see. Um, at, at the time, the round end of season two, of course, it was like the big thing that everyone was talking about. That's when uh, a lot of what was going on. With uh, with MLP was was like starting to hit the news, and they were talking about you know the whole the brony phenomenon, which I, I think at this point that's kind of like well yeah that's how fandoms work, but I guess it was interesting at the time. Um, but like at, at that point, I, I had gone back to school, and so it was a major point of conversation in college among other classmates and things like that. And like basically, I've always been the sort of person who pays attention to that sort of stuff. I love cartoons, love cartoons since forever. And so I decided to check the show out and I really just sort of fell in love with the characters and was kind of off to the races from there. No, that's, that's well said. That's definitely well said. What would you consider you to be your favorite part of this fandom? What keeps you here? The online community, fanfics, pictures, cons, music? Uh, you know, it's definitely fanfics, and a lot of it really does have to do with uh, fan fiction itself. Uh, fan fiction for different sort of uneven problems that it has, and some things there are better than others with it, and, and there's uh, there's definitely stuff that's left to be desired about it. Mm -hmm. For for all that said, it is like the best fan fiction site that exists that I've really Thank found. You. 
like like if yeah. <laughs> mm. like, like in comparison like like AO3 is just like a hot garbage fire over there compared to something like fan fiction and AO3 is worlds better than fanfiction.net which oh, yeah. feels like that feels like you're in the wayback machine when you're on that site today mm-hmm. it, can... in terms of fanfiction Wattpad actually wasn't awful but like I don't know how it happened. Their entire audience just was entirely like One Direction fan fiction in that like general area, <laughs> that age range, and uh, like, it became impossible to take serious, despite it being like an actually good site. Like One Direction, as in uh, the band. One in One Direction. Okay, I wasn't sure. If they Jesus went Christ! So <laughs> it could have gone either way. Is Wattpad the one where we got the freaking uh, Gordon Ramsay Nico uh, crossover? Uh, it is, in fact. It is that one. I, I was actually internally commenting that this is actually isn't terribly formatted site. So, but there you go. And again, we got Gordon Ramsay and Nico. Thick. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> We're in a spot now where Generation Four is over. The show is over. And to think that Generation 5 and all the pony life, whatever Equestria Girl stuff could come, could recapture that light in a bo- lightning in a bottle somehow is, is hubris. Where do we, as a fandom, as a community, go from here to stay alive, relevant, and strong? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that a lot of times a fandom like uh, MLP G4 is kind of self-sustaining. Like there, there's going to be different periods of time where it like ramps up in uh, in attention, and then like there's going to be points where there's going to be exoduses. Around the time when I was joining the the uh, the fandom was basically an exodus. A little bit afterwards, the the post season three with with, with Twyla Corn, that was like a huge point where a bunch of like the old guard writers were like, "That's it, I'm out," and they all left. And so there was like, it was, and of course that was kind of like strange at the time, especially when you consider how much longer the show ended up being where that's like really early on. And to, and to even think that like that was old guard when basically at this point, I'm like free the agent uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, the, the fandom community. I, I was, you know, I was, I was around, I joined in 2012 and I wrote stuff that went up in 2012 and you have like lots of people on now who they they joined up after the show ended and that's gonna just sort of continue to be and i think that as like g5 ramps up people will have interest in the old versions of the show because i remember at the time when with uh, when g4 was was still relatively new people were kind of reevaluating g3 and the earlier generations of the show and the older movies and things like that which of course are eighties garbage and kind of belong in the eighties. <laughs> I, if anyone likes those old shows, I, I'm sorry, but they're they're terrible. It's like it's like like in Key Man or or the old Shira. It's it's just it's it's garbage. And you can like garbage. I like garbage. One of my favorite songs is Hot Garbage. It's Hello Kitty by Avril Lavigne. Oh, that favorite. is the most hot garbage. <laughs> it is the hottest of hot garbage. That it is like is. nuclear garbage. But so so if you like if you like hot garbage, hot garbage I understand I'm right there with you but I I don't like the the old version of the show but I think that for like G five people will come back to G four if they're in that right age range where they just didn't catch any of G four when it was new 
You know, they, they, uh, if they're, you know, basically kids now, you know, 15, 16 years old, catching the new show. If you're 15 or 16 now, the show's been over since maybe before you were even interested in watching it. And so you, you get the reevaluation. That'll have more people come in. It's like, it's like the Star Trek fandom, I think, is what's really going to mm-hmm. happen with it. Cause there's been Trek fan f- fiction since like the seventies popping up in zines and shit. Mm-hmm. And these newer fans can catch up on G4 by watching it on the hub. Yeah, that that sort of thing with it. Of course, you know there there may be there may be people where their only exposure to it is fan fiction. How crazy is that to consider? Some... <laughs> yeah, we've we've had those we've had those people we've interviewed those people, and it's an interesting conversation. Um, do you have hope that the showrunners are going to learn from the successes of? Uh, season four or G four and import it into G five. Um, I I hope so. I I hope that with G five that the that the direction and handling of it is done slightly different. I I'm someone that I my my uh my hot take on uh on G four is that it was a show that had great characters but was ultimately not as good as the sum of the its parts with those characters. That there were a lot of internal problems with the show and it ended up being kind of a disappointment by the end of it i don't think that the show is actually really that good it's Mm -hmm. much better for fan fiction than it is as like its original thing but enough about (laughs) x-play and then last but certainly not least we leave the the standard sort of questions the hardest one for last it's time for judgment time. It's time to lose friendships. Who's best pony? Oh, obviously Rainbow Dash. How, how furious were you when at the end of the show she, <laughs> did, she didn't marry Twilight? Uh, not at all, because uh, I shipped Rainbow Dash with Applejack, Twilight, and Rarity very happily. So I, I, it's fine. I honestly, with it, if if they had gone Twidash as the actual pairing, along with the like immortal actual Alicorn Twilight weirdness thing, I probably would have been less happy. Honestly, I I, I didn't I didn't really like the direction of, of Alicorn Twilight of making her like basically a a takeover of uh, of Celestia and Luna. Overall, I think that was a bad choice for it. I think it has some weird connotations and really harkens back a lot to that post-season three thing. I don't know if anyone was around to remember it, of the, like, constant, like, like crawling-in-my-skin artwork of old Twilight at the gravestones of everyone else. I don't know if anyone else remembers well, I recall that. this. I absolutely recall It's still recall a big deal. What, what are you talking about? She's going to make them all Alicorn, so they'll all live with her forever. <laughs> Obviously, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't like that. I don't, I don't like immortality. Immortality in general. I think Im- immortality is kind of creepy. I think it works much better in like horror stories than in something that's supposed to be happy. 100%. So if they're gonna do that, yeah. it's just yeah, you know. So <laughs> I'm I not. I can't like be it. too chuffed with uh, <laughs> with it not being twite ash at the end. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, when you when you reference the beginning part of uh, 
when she became Twyla Cornyn, there was just like this semi-mass exodus. I completely forgot that there were so many people butthurt about that. I just had to bring that up again, and that was like only, you were right, it was only like in season four or five or something like that. It was very early, and you just unlocked a core memory. I just had to bring that back up. <laughs> yeah, no, like, people people were seriously upset about Alicorn Twilight. Like, it was a big deal back how then. Dare, how dare you Clem, defile my waifu with Clem, wings? If you, want, <laughs> Clem, if you want, I can overwrite that core memory with another core memory right now. Don't. Oh. What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> WrestleMania toothpaste with its own little ring. Bruh, no one remembers this. No one. I, I, I don't on. have. I don't have that one. Yeah, moving on. I don't remember that shit. Speaking of unlocking core memories, Flam, I'm gonna let you ask Muggin these questions. Okay, right as my Chrome crashes. Thank you for that. Give me You're one welcome. second. Happy to have. All eyes are on you, Flam. That's We're waiting on you, Flam. No, if you, if you really want to put the pressure on me, go careful, SpongeBob. Careful, SpongeBob. <laughs> There is a core memory. All right, there we go. Wee woo. Wee woo. Okay, continue. Starting off with Muggany, who asks, do you ever feel like that? I mean, man, yeah, obviously everyone feels like that sometimes. Makes sense. Uh, Who would win in a a fight? Uh, Who? Okay, it's going to be those kinds of questions for all of them um i obviously barbara streisand i don't know that is a terrifying answer why would you that is a terrifying <laughs> answer good job good um, fucking christ all of these <laughs> questions are like uh based based on what type of scenario it's great how many five are you i don't know are you can i will you buy me dinner first are you sure? Pretty sure. Okay. Stabs you! Ow? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Any he just down at your gaping knife wound is like, ow? Okay. Ow? And he, and he ends with, uh, how your day? You're with, uh, you are. How your day? How you are day? Um, well, if I'm not night, then I'm day. That's pretty based. <laughs> and, that ends Smug- right. and that ends Muggy's questions. Yay! Yay! All right, we're going to the Glim Master now. Number one, what is your favorite lesbian pair of the main six? Oh, uh, mm. Twidash, mm. but with the caveat of Twidash before season five, I'll say on that. I like the interaction and rapport of those characters early on when both of them were still like highly talented and qualified young people that hadn't quite figured out where their life was going yet. And I think that was really interesting rapport where they had a lot that they could build off of. And starting like post season five, they kind of like got their shit together and were adults. So at that point, basically it was just sort of over with their arcs and it was less interesting to have them together. I I just want to remind you all that literally minutes after they first met, Rainbow Dash made Twilight wet. <laughs> she did. She, did. She, she, she made her soaking. It was uh, absolutely. Uh, 
fucking asshole. Left her hair a mess afterwards. It was a big whole thing. And then she blew her. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Because <laughs> we're bad people. I think that is correct. And then and then she wa- and then she wanted her to call her later. They had sex. We get it. Okay. <laughs> The joke's over! Number two! How do you make worst pony become best pony? Oh, see, here, here's here's where I uh, where I lose friends on it, because that means I have to say who worst pony is. Yes. Now, um, I, th- there's the safe answer and the you're going to hate me answer. Safe Ooh. answer is worst pony is Spike. And the way that you make right, that's a good, that's the that's the safe one. So the way that you make Spike not worst pony, I don't know that he'd ever be best pony, but to make him not worst pony is you lean into his relationship with Twilight as being that of a little brother. The show had that sometimes, and when it had it, it was at its best. But sometimes the show kind of forgot that and treated him as like being an equal, and it just it didn't it didn't work. Because he was like the little kid brother. And treating him as a little kid brother works a lot better. Give him storylines with that. Works fine. He's fine. He's not miserable and awful to be around. But the way the show kind of treated him and the way that a lot of the fandom treats him, he's miserable and awful. Nobody should have him there at all. And then he gets his own Tori in the house Spike spinoff. Yep, exactly. (laughs) The I'm going to lose friends with this Worst pony of main cast is Fluttershy. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree with you, but I will say base. <laughs> so, <line. laughs> so Fl- Fluttershy is annoying. I'm sorry. I've met people Ooh, like her. I know people like her. She's annoying because not only is she like reserved and shy and quiet but everyone just enables that of her she's allowed to just stay that way basically forever and then the show kind of pretended (laughs) the show kind of pretended that she had (laughs) that she had character development and that now she was better than she was and stuff and so all of you fans who are watching and complaining about that should stop because she's better now but they still were just like fucking enabling with her all the time, everything was just enabling with her, letting her get away with shit. You know, you're you're onto something because especially especially the uh, the pony tones episode. You're, you're onto oh, oh that also. yeah. You're onto something also because her friends enabled her animal hoarding. <laughs> yeah. Animal hoarding that's that's more okay with me on it, but like it's just. The the way that the way that they treated that shy character, having it as a gag is fine. Treating it as something to try and overcome and get out of your shell is fine. And if they had leaned into that a little bit more of like her getting outside of her comfort zone and coming to conclusions on it of like, you know, I'm a really introverted person and I'm not going to do this all the time. And now I'm exhausted and I'm, I'm just not going to do this anymore on it. But I, I, I did at least get out of my comfort zone and try doing that more often and treating it as something of this is a character flaw that she needs to work through sometimes in order to be a functioning adult, but it's still not something that she can just automatically get over and be as like, as like gregarious as pinky or something like that. If they had and done stuff like that. It would have been a lot more standable. And then she developed three se- new separate personalities, all of them bitchy. God, that episode <laughs> is so fucking weird. 
I like that episode. It's funny, but it feels like it's for a different show. It doesn't feel like an MLP episode at all. It feels like something that you would see on Cartoon Network. I mean, there's a lot that could be said that, like, the show gradually tried a lot of different things over time. Like, it and, did. like a lot of things succeeded, and they learned from that. A lot of things also did not work, and sometimes they learned from it. I don't know. They didn't write off Spike, so. Yeah. Oh. I, it just it, it feels like at a certain point the show was just like like it it was overwhelmed by like guns for hire writers that were and like obviously like like the sto- the uh, the show bible wasn't maintained super well because you had just weird shit where they repeated things sometimes or it was just like nonsensical sometimes like the, more like twenty like, times in a row <laughs> but like like that that fucking episode with with Applejack and Rarity going to the spa together. Uh, Where, what the fuck was that episode? Takes <laughs> Applejack six hours to feed pigs. <laughs> like, like not only that, like, like, do you seriously think she's just stupid? Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, but that, also, that just was... like, like Applejack and Rarity to the spa. It's like, were you planning on writing this as Rarity and Fluttershy to the spa? But you really you you needed you needed the lesson to be for Applejack, and you just weren't sure what to do with this, or right, did you just like I didn't know anything? I was right all along. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just I I don't uh, or 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 the, the the my my least favorite episode of all of it I think is eh, well maybe not least favorite but least favorite character driven episode is the. Rarity and Rainbow Dash learn how to be friends again, friendship lesson in the school episode that like felt like it would have been fine if it was written for season one, but it's season fucking eight. We believe these characters are friends. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Which episode you know, is that again? So like they're, they're <laughs> teaching a lesson in the school about being friends with people that are different than you. And obviously it's uh uh, it's something where they're the right teachers for the job because Rarity and Rainbow Dash are so damn different from each other. But, oh, no, their friendship is built on there were these events that they had. How were they friends? And then, like, the others, like, put them on, like, a scavenger hunt and they realized that they were friends in the end. And it was just like, this is so fucking stupid. Mm. It, it was really not necessary. Like, it was <laughs> to watch. Anyway, these are all fantastic points that I hate to have brought up. <laughs> that was the most in-depth, like, best horse question we've asked in a while. So yeah. It does lead into other, it does lead into, like, you know, other questions. Like, you know, at what mm-hmm. point does is character development supposed to eclipse how they were originally introduced, if they're supposed to, and how does that affect the viewers? But that's a whole debate for another time. <laughs> they should just let us write a show. It's like animes. It's like anime seasons. You know, like everyone has these, oh, these awesome character developments and then suddenly in, the season ends, everyone's happy, and then the next season comes up and it's like nothing ever fucking happened. And it's the same type of character development. <laughs> to respond uh, to your, your your prompt there, priest, I remind you of J. Edgar Hoover. Don't no, give we're, us moving no, no, we're moving no, on. We're moving no, on. We're moving on. Number three. <laughs> do you do you number Shut the fuck up, stop laughing, number three. Do you scream? Uh, I, I do in text form, 
doing the doing the trans voice and screeing in like a falsetto really fucks up your throat. So I don't do it out loud. That is fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, number four. What superpower would you like to have? Shape shifting. Yes, that's the right answer. No one said it except for me, and I really appreciate that you figured that out. Thank you. <laughs> Number five, did you, during your life, sit down on your chair and said to yourself, why do I like this colorful equins? Um, not, not, in, not in that, that verbiage, but I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm very introspective, and I like contemplating things and and writing basically like like thesis papers on topics that like a school would just like get out if I ever turned them in. So I, I I've thought about that question in depth a lot. So yeah. Sweet. Uh, number six. A creature of four legs looks very displeased with its friend. The friend is making a piece of clothing for the displeased creature. Upon giving questions to the creature. It answers that such piece must have a certain percentage to finally fulfill the creature's demand. What percentage do you think that should be? One-fifth bonus points if you answer what the previous guest answered. Oh, fuck you. This is a, a 20% cooler joke, isn't it? Correct. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm upset for you. <laughs> My Welcome. answer is fuck you percent. How's that? <laughs> Yay! I'm in. I'm in 150 fucking 10% in. I, I sure do love me some blanket stitches in my dresses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excitement now. RB Dash is back. RB Dash 47 asks, which of your pony fix are you most proud of and what other works? Oh, um, yeah, it, it, it's, hard, it's hard to say I'm proud of because I'm the, I'm the sort of writer that whatever I'm working on now is what I'm most focused on and so like old stuff on it it's kind of like yeah I remember that and that was good and I occasionally revisit and yeah it was good I I think I did a good job or I didn't do a good job on that story or whatever it is on it um so like like the last pony fic that I'm uh, that I'm the most proud of is probably the one that I finished last which is what might have been I I and Honestly, I, that, that's probably a good choice for ones to focus on with it because I think I did something interesting with that story uh, while, and, and got to a depth of emotion with the characters that I, I, I wasn't very good at getting to necessarily. I think I did a good job of getting what I wanted out of that story. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, if, I, if I'm looking back far enough, if, if we're – taking like pride to be like how well it's done and meaningful to other people, that sort of thing. It's probably going to be spellbound fireflies. Uh, that's kind of like my, my biggest fact. I, I wrote that in 2013. That kind of has like a lot of basis of how Twidash has been since then is based off of that fic in a number of ways, introduced a lot of things that at this point are kind of cliches with Twidash and it's one that that's the story that I like talk to people where it's like, yeah, I remember reading that in middle school and raving about it with my friends. And that's like really fucking weird to hear because <laughs> I wrote that like like mid to late 20s <laughs> and to have people like like middle schoolers telling me that they were reading that and that it was really important to them. It's really flattering and also really fucking weird. Yeah, so I, I, I guess I guess that. Um, for other works, I'm really proud of the one that I just finished that's slowly being serialized now. It's called Dangers in Fiction. 
uh, that is an Owl House novel. Um, I think I did hey. uh, like like what I what I really wanted with the story on that. Like like that is one. 142,000 words, which is roughly double most of other novel lengths that I've that I've written. Um, most of the novel lengths uh, novel lengths are around 75,000 words, so it's it's close to double that. Um, and, and it's longer than the longest thing that I've written by like 45,000 words. So I, like I, I'm proud of myself for getting through it. I think that it's probably the best thing that I've written so far, and I'm happy with everything that I did with it. Good. This, this this pleases the good witch Azura. <laughs> then the next question is, what is the worst beverage and why is it coffee? Arby Dash. Oh. What the fuck? Oh. Just coming at oh. me. Write this. Oh, coming at me too, because because he knows he knows that that I am addicted to coffee. Uh, we're, coffee we're in a couple of life. other discords. Coffee coffee is not only life. Coffee is like sustenance it is it's what makes life worth living so <laughs> it, it is definitely the, and, and i and i'm not a fake coffee drinker i drink my coffee black no sugar so <laughs> my but... friend <laughs> yes <laughs> we, we but... coffee sometime same uh, yeah uh, yeah in fact i'm filling my glass right now i feel like i'm the only non-coffee drinker here Excuse me. I literally Sean can't have, have I literally can't have coffee, so thanks a big Sean. Sean the non believers. Fuck off with your Charlie and the unicorn <laughs> nonsense. Charlie. It's a magical place. So Charlie. They don't want to give me coffee, you guys. It's a magical Leopardon, Charlie. The question the question was what's worst beverage? Let me let me let me think of an answer on that. Uh, um, code red, Mountain Dew Code Red. That's Ooh, the worst beverage. Wow, he is super syrupy. To be fair, I mean, I won't argue with you. I prefer. The- <laughs> I, if you got to if you got to drink one of the uh, one of the many different flavors of ogre piss. Blue is probably the best of them. Not original yeah, Shrek no. flavor like God intended. Please. <laughs> I mean, stay away from the orange. It's fucking gross. <laughs> I I that, uh, I mean, it, it's it's not as good as other orange sodas, but I don't know, gross. Not as gross as Code Red. <laughs> Code Red is like is like it's like drinking candy. No, thank you. It, it, well, I mean, no. all sodas like that, really. Well, well, sure, but it tastes like you're drinking candy. Speaking of drinking candy, the next question isn't about that at all. Uh, Jammer says, number one, what's it like to write? Any tips, tricks, or things you wish you knew from when you first started? Um. So, so I, I've had a, I've had an interesting relationship with writing over time. Uh, when when I started writing for fandom stuff uh, in 2012, 2013, it was really unhealthy. I was going through like a like a rough situation in my life. My I, I was getting divorced. I was back in school and struggling with it. I was incredibly depressed, and I was really dealing with deep seated dysphoria that I didn't have a word for yet. I didn't really understand the time for it. So I was like 
really awful time in my life. And I kind of like escaped by writing, which is not healthy. And I don't recommend because it'll make your life fall apart. Um, but like I, I've gotten a healthier handle on writing since then on it. And like writing is writing is awful. The act mm-hmm. of writing is terrible. It's it's awful. It's it feels just miserable to get through. You you you're just you're you're hurting yourself by writing every minute. But then after you have finished writing for the day, it's the best fucking feeling in the world. Like really I is. did that. And you know, like 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 I, I also I draw and I paint. Drawing and painting, that's a joy. I love drawing and painting. Writing, I love having written. Uh, so <laughs> you see, see, I love writing and I love being in the process of writing. However, <laughs> editing is like pulling apart my heartstrings and like resewing them into something new. It hurts every oh, second, God. even though I know yeah. it's for the best. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm in the same spot there where like the writing, maybe not even a problem. Writing something I'm not happy with, writing sucks. But the editing is misery. Do you guys get those jitters, like those body jitters, when uh, you're close to finishing something? No, no. That I mean, sounds. You, you, you should, should see, you see, should a, see doctor. a doctor, Buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. For what happens when I get close to finishing do, is do you, that. Do you, guys... do you masturbate as you write? <laughs> don't answer that. Don't do not answer that. Please do not I don't want to know. We're moving on to number three. Uh, that, that, if you were given 33 drinks of your choice every week, would you give 90, the admin of Fim Fiction, a place to stay at or near your home? Um, sure. I, I, sure. I don't know. All right. Number three. <laughs> I, I, that, that feels like a reference that went over my head. I have no idea. No, it, nope, it's no really, reference. it's really not. We're just judging whether you're a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, uh, would you uh, are you aware of the OC horse uh, thing pony? <gasps> yeah, yeah, the the like, like the it 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 looks like it looks like the 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 creature in uh, in John Carpenter's The Thing. Correct. Uh, when it was with the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 So would you hug thing pony? Kiss them goodnight. Tell them every little thing's going to be all right. Sure, I like I like the thing. No, that was that was a good movie. I probably wouldn't want to touch it though, just in case it does in in fact. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, there there that there's was... there's some really great like wholesome art of them like being being very a nice little thing. Yeah, being a, being a nice creepy creature. Yeah, I've seen that as as well as the the Tassel Jack artwork. Same sort of yeah, idea. Yeah, I forgot about Tassel Jack. <laughs> All right, we are moving on to Sunbro for life now. The questions that give me life. Number one, what's your favorite video game? Um, Super Metroid. I'll say Super Metroid's Ooh. my favorite. Glance yeah. of the flam. Glance of the flam. Or kill the animals. <laughs> Uh, well, if you're speedrunning, kill the animals. If you're playing casually or 100% safe. Yes. That, I don't that consider is the, Go on. No, no, that, no. That's Flam... the objectively correct answer. No, Flam is playing this Flam's area of expertise. Flam, what do you that's say? No, I don't consider it the best in the series, but it is definitely up there. It is definitely up there. 
there's there's parts of it there's parts of it that i think haven't aged super well with the controls but i think in terms of what its design goals and what it was looking out to be it is like the pinnacle of what it's trying to do i think it kind of sets the stage for like all metroidvania is going forward no i agree and it's inserted in a nice little area of the actual timeline that it actually you know makes sense and i think it's probably plays best if you play it natively somewhere as opposed to emulation but it is yeah. what it is i was fortunate enough to play it once for some with someone who did have a super nintendo so see i had it as a kid so <laughs> age showing a little bit <laughs> no my, my parents had the uh had the standard s had the standard nes so that's how i got introduced to the original mario brothers and everything and that started yeah. a very long journey and my first Metroid game was actually Metroid Prime when it came free with a GameCube, and that really started everything. You got Metroid Prime oh, sure. free with a GameCube? This, this is correct. For Christmas one time, my grand my grandfather oh, okay. asked me what I want. My grandfather, oh, hold on, my grandfather asked me what I wanted, and I'm like, yeah, I want the GameCube. And he's just like, oh, I'm at the counter here, and apparently you can get the GameCube with one of these three games. It was like a Zelda game. It was a... It was, a, it was the Metroid Prime game, and it was some other game I didn't give a single shit about. I'm like, oh, I've heard of Metroid. Sure, I'll give it a try. Give me the Metroid one. And that's how it was. And that's how it was. That's all she wrote. Like, is this what it's like having parents? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of having parents, number two, what's your favorite boss fight? With parents? Um... <laughs> it was easier yeah, to they... fight dad as opposed to mom. <laughs> All right, so this is probably a basic bitch answer, uh, but I I don't care. Mr. Freeze in Arkham City. Interesting choice for the Arkham games, especially that's an interesting choice. It's because in that game, Mr. Freeze, he adapts to your... uh... Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like he's like the most interesting boss fight because it's like you you have to damage him, but he learns from what you what you do and turns off the the ability to damage him that way going forward after you do it once. That's just really interesting, like give and take to that fight. And he's just like so overwhelmingly powerful. There's no way to approach him head on. And then really interesting boss fight with it all together. But I, I, I kind of feel like that's the basic bitch. Like this is an interesting fight to talk about, and I'm going to make a YouTube video about it. it no. just, <laughs> I don't think no, that's the basic the bitch the answer. Would have been Bane or Ganondorf, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> Yeah, I was even about to be like, even Psycho Mantis still, there's still things you can say. Someone, like, has probably already said them, but that, I mean, it's not, like, if, if it's something that's very intellectually stimulating, it's not a bad choice. I agree. You like Castlevania, don't you? <laughs> All right. Number three. <clears throat> Have you accepted Skeletor? the universe into your heart. I see all the tourists. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I, I, I'm much more of a Hordak girl. Sorry. Interesting Original choice. Hordak or the new Netflix Hordak? A new Netflix Hordak. Original She-Ra was in what I was saying before about the, the uh, earlier MLP generations. That is some hot garbage, those shows. Hot, hot garbage. There was some okay He-Man stuff in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. There was an adaptation then that was okay. It wasn't very good, but it was okay. 
maybe there you could you could talk about that uh Skeletor as being interesting. But but for like the eighties shit, the 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 uh um the, all of the meme uh He Man and She Ra stuff from there, it's all garbage. It can just all be thrown away. I thought you were gonna talk about how hot they made Hordak in the Netflix version. Uh, I mean, I mean, I I can tell. Um, I am a lesbian, so eh. I, I, we, we can talk about how how hot Katra and uh, Shira are, though. Yeah. Want... <laughs> hey, hey, hey! We're not talking about the best girl. Give me my giant scorpion princess I... any day of the fucking week, okay? For the, for the past couple well, of years, I have been fixated on fictional lesbians. goddammit. <laughs> I, I mean, I, Scorpia, def, I, I, of them, of them, like, like wife material, definitely Scorpia. Because Scorpia is like, there's some energy with Scorpia where it's like, this is someone I know who could just like totally kick my ass, which that's really hot. But mostly that that just means like getting bridal lifted across the uh, the uh, the door frame, and, and like that is really where it's at. That's what you to, want. To be honest, like. Scorpia is you. You'd think like a female version of a himbo would be a bimbo, but it's like no. Scorpia is just a himbo, <laughs> like, and that's fine. And I love her for that because she's just, <laughs> I God, she's she is best bro. Like get get you a girl or guy or whatever you'd like that can settle down with you and just be your best fucking friend. That's all there is to it. The end. Yes. Moving on, number four. You are in the itty-bitty Equin City. What business do you start? Um, do I have any marketable skills? <laughs> well, do you? I, I, no, pro- probably not. I, 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 work, I work in finance, which would not translate over to Equestria very well. I, I don't, hey, I don't know. I don't know how securities work with bits. I just, I don't think that that works particularly well. Um, I, I guess I'd try writing and see if I, see if anyone wanted to read my shit there. I don't know. You know, one of these days I want someone to answer with, I'll instantly become a scam artist. I, I did. <laughs> I did answer that. Like, <laughs> I would just start social networking and be like, it is time for me to fucking ruin everybody's lives. I feel like if I was there, I'd be running a lot of Ponzi schemes. <laughs> you, uh, hold on. No, 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 no. Everybody, just, just hold on. It is where you sell no. something that you do not own. I know what you're going to ask, Pencil. Because that... Oh, okay. That's not what a Ponzi scheme That's necessarily is. That's not what is, a but... Ponzi scheme necessarily is, Honeycakes. Isn't it well, named well, after the guy named Ponzi? Okay. Yes, yes, but everyone, this is coming. This is coming from the guy who thought you could embezzle money that was already spent. Okay, so uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna send you a Wikipedia article and do your do your homework on your own time, Enigma. Okay, you got this. I imagine I imagine that an actual multi level marketing scheme would do really well in Equestria, as you're talking about. Friendship, right? Get all your friends to sign up for shit, right? That's actually Friend, a good point. Friendship, Tupperware, makeup, any of them will work, probably. It's not, it's a pyramid thing, all right? It's just... It, it, it is arranged in the shape of a, peri- a pyramid, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just thinking of that, of that office skit with the, with the pyramid scheme and, and uh, Jim had to draw the pyramid to show him. God damn it. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. 
Number five. Do you even praise, bro? Praise of the sun? Well, who doesn't praise of the sun? Yay! Yay! Thanks, <laughs> All right. Seton didn't get their questions in, uh, which then we're going to Mika, Micah, um, and my goodness, there's a handful of questions. Do you think like, we can get through it in six minutes, or should we do our ad roll a little early? I can do it. Let me know. I oh, no. No, no. These are questions for Enigma. Oh. No, no, they're not for me. They're for yes. Pat. Nope. They, these are questions that you need to ask, honey. <laughs> no, no, honey. Honey? Slow down there. Are you assuming just because it's in Spanish and I am Mexican that they are for me? Here, <laughs> honey cakes. I, no, sweetheart, I'm saying they are for you to read to our guest. I can't oh. do a read. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Because you can read in Spanish, you fuckwad! I'm not the one I'm brown too, you asshole, you absolute crow. <laughs> you have a skill that none of us have, and you made it a race thing! <laughs> fucking Christ! Fucking so, I mean, you want me to come here and go with Coyando and Pieces uh, in Perno Espano? <laughs> let us let... Russian. Okay. <laughs> we have like... <laughs> we have like five minutes. Enigma, please read Micah's questions. Okay. From Micah. <laughs> Are you a bat pony or just a bat? Um, I, I am a, a, a swarm of bats in a trench coat. You can go to movie theaters that way. Do you, <laughs> do you have Do you have echolocation? I almost Good. misread this as echolactation. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I I definitely don't have echolactation, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, for well let's see. So I am I am a, a trans lesbian, which that makes me a fruit bat, and fruit bats do not have echolocation. Got him. To someone who's just found out about your writing, myself included, what should I know about you? What do you suggest I read first? Uh, So I write, like, almost exclusively lesbian romance stuff. So if you're not into shipping, uh, maybe not the person to come and read. Uh, there, There are, I've written, like, maybe two stories that don't feature romance at all. So if you're, like, super interested, you could maybe check those out. I, of those, I would recommend Fluttershy Kicks a Puppy. And <laughs> leave that it at that. Oh it was you! Oh, I am in! It's such a priest <laughs> read, and it is so good. Um, <laughs> outside, uh, if, you, if you are in for shipping, um, most people would say probably best place to start is going to probably be Spellbound Fireflies. That is a novel. It's about 74,000 words. Quite a commitment. But it's what a lot of people talk about. Maybe, maybe uh, you'd want to be interested in starting with Little Wonders. Little Wonders is shorter, and and that's also a big Twilight Ash one for me on it. Or just like the last thing that I wrote. And and most of the things aren't connected. Uh, There are a couple of series that I've written start at the beginning of them. Meow. Also, um, 
let it be known that if you want to find uh, either, because I know you've mentioned Spellbound Fireflies is one of your proudest ones. Um, if you want to find either that or, you know, Fluttershy Kicks a Puppy, both of those will be in the Varcast Highlighted Stories by our guests <laughs> folder. So. In our group. Yes. Let me uh, warm up the old Spanish vocals here. ¿Cuándo empiezas a aprender español? ¿Por qué? Hace cuatro años, which I'll switch out of Spanish for the benefit of everyone else. About four years ago, I started learning Spanish. The question itself was, when did you start learning Spanish? It was actually... Is when do you start learning Spanish? But we'll we'll, we'll forgive the the uh, improper conjugation there. <laughs> um, I so so, so I, I I started learning Spanish about four years ago. Está por ahí. But yeah, um, I, I started learning Spanish about four years ago. Uh, started teaching myself as something to do. Um, yeah, I, I started because it was something to do on it, and I was interested in it. Um, I had been gifted a copy of the Rosetta Stone for Spanish, which is terrible, and I do not recommend. But I, I started, like, trying things afterwards for it. That's, so that was the real start of it. That's interesting to hear, because for German, it was quite fantastic. I, it, it, felt, it felt incredibly slow, and at the same time, didn't give enough feedback on it. So it was like, am I am I progressing? And I feel like I'm tre- like just like treading water in place. I I hated it. I hated Rosetta Stone. I got through all of it, and then I started working on it on my own. Uh, what I what I recommend for actually learning a second language is input. Getting yourself to the point with something like Rosetta Stone or Duolingo or flashcards or a book about about learning it for as a basic that sort of thing wherever you start for that start it that way get yourself up to where you can start reading things like books directed at preschoolers and then start working from there reading that sort of stuff watching shows directed at preschoolers and get all of it into your head that way where you start listening to it and hearing it in that other that, that other voice, hearing it with the, the different inflections, picking it up on it. And eventually you'll get to the point where like, like I'm, I'm right now I'm reading uh, the wheel of time in Spanish. I've never read the wheel of time before. I haven't read it in English at all. I'm on book five. Um, Good luck. I, <laughs> I, I, I have, I have mixed feelings about wheel of time <laughs> at this point, but uh, you know that I, I watch, I watch most media I've consumed in the last couple of years has been in Spanish, not in English. Um, I saw Shira in Spanish. I just finished Steven Universe in Spanish. I haven't seen either of those in English at all. I have no idea what the characters sound like. <laughs> I, I, I would not torture myself with watching those in Spanish. Yeah, you know, most most of the dubs are actually pretty damn good, and sometimes the character voices are are much better. I watched a while ago Star versus the Forces of Evil in Spanish, and then I tried watching a little bit of it in English, and the characters sound fucking awful in English compared to in Spanish. So sometimes it's better. Which <laughs> one? Uh, all right. Uh, a mi español, mi español está muy malo. ¿Qué recomend- recomiendas uh, para practicar español? 
I think I answered that question already. That's yeah, you absolutely did. <laughs> and the next question, I'm curious. Okay, so, ¿conoces este pajarito? Um, I, I can assume by pajarito, it might, it might be the Duolingo owl. It is absolutely the Duolingo owl. <laughs> I guess that. <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 <laughs> because you haven't practiced today, obviously. <laughs> The fucking Duolingo owl. It is, it, there, there needs to be more creepypasta about the Duolingo owl. Uh, so, to be fair on it, some of the the uh, sentences that it gives you as practice are, like, fucking bizarre and creepy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I, I actually, I do use, I, I, I should say I used Duolingo at the start. I don't really anymore. I have, I, I'm one of those people that, that I, I have... A, a streak in something and basically I have to keep that streak forever. So like I have a, I have a streak in Duolingo. Let me, let me see what it is right now. Uh, somewhere in my Chrome load, bitch. Get out the way. I thought it really loudly. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, but it, uh, it really doesn't want to, maybe my phone has it. ¿Me vas a ayudar a encontrar las frijoles? Uh, enigma, ¿por qué? <laughs> there, there we go. Uh, my, my streak, uh, 1,115 days currently. So I, I can't, I can't let shit go like that go. <laughs> I, I can't let shit like that go, even though it's not useful anymore. At this point, I, my, I'm too advanced with with, uh, with Spanish for it to be useful. Those sorts of tools, those are good, getting you up to the point where you can read, like, picture books. After that, mm. go to picture books, go to, like, novels directed at, at children. The first actual book I read was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in Spanish, which I could read it, you know, starting out. And that was, it's, it's so overwhelmingly gratifying to like actually read something like that in a different language that you don't really quite understand yet. You go, Oh my God, I did it. So it's, it's definitely like, like, I think that's the real way to go with it. And tools like Duolingo is just to get you to the point where you're not looking up every fucking word. Jesus Christ. I don't like that face. Five in a row. Well done. Your family's safe today. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say in favor of Duolingo that I really like is the fact that you can click on any word on most of the exercises and it'll tell you what that word is. And especially yes. if it's in context of the sentence, I love that feature. It is so helpful. The one thing I, hate, I absolutely hate is that Duolingo does not give you lessons on things like cases because it does not tell you what cases are. Like I said, I'm learning Russian. There are six cases in Russian. And I don't know which ones they fucking are or which ones these words are in until way later. And even then I can't even name the case. That, that is a fair point on it. With, with the Spanish Duolingo, it does not do a good job of teaching things like the real difference between tú and usted. It doesn't teach mm. that. And, and it doesn't really differentiate that. So it'll take, like, especially where it matters on and stuff like in Spanish, uh, tú is like the the informal talking to you. Usted is the formal talking to you. Usted conjugates the same way as talking about a third person. But in 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 doing that with it, it just it it doesn't explain it anywhere in Duolingo. But it'll take both answers as correct for a question that is just directed at you in English. And that mm -hmm. and, and I really wish they did that better, but they didn't. 
That's yeah. the big sad. Hey, Priest, what time is it? Uh, it's time to segue into our ad break. Hey, yeah. Did you hey, what? know that we actually lose money doing this podcast? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, milk will never recover. Because 100% of our profits and proceeds that we take from Twitch, any sort of Patreon money, anything you guys send to us, YouTube revenue, uh, we send to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary out in the middle of California, where we are sponsoring a horse that you guys voted on by the name of Little Bit. Uh, Little Bit is just a young little horse, and, well, maybe not so young anymore, but we support him by sending out money to get his toofers cleaned and get his hoovesies trimmed, and to be good to a living creature. That's our, one, that's our one redeeming factor. So if you would like to consider helping us with our charitable um, endeavors, which help enable us to do legitimate things, uh, consider donating to the BarCast Patreon, where you can other get other sweet benefits. What sort of awesome benefits do we have on the Patreon, Pencil? Uh, we have benefits on our Patreon? Um, sure. Well, you can um, take part in special game nights, or you can, you know, look behind the counter and see what we're up to. You get special messages from us. You get to punch Enigma in the face. Not actually. We took away that. But, you know, you get to do other fun stuff, too, I'm sure. Plus My face a few, still hurts. Plus a few uh, exclusive videos that are only on Patreon, and uh, some videos will come early sometimes, because... Everyone likes coming early. Don't take that out of context. The time has come. The time has come. So, so, I. so what Quit are you doing Twitch. right now? Give us your money. Do go, it. Hey, Get go it. to the go to the website that Alex has posted in the chat. Is that podcast.net? Yeah. Or what happens if you want to donate the bits? If you donate the bits on Twitch, it also donates money. You can just hit the little diamond. In the bottom right of Twitch, say get bits, and it'll have you watch a small ad, and you can donate bits. We're going to read out the people who donate the most bits at the end of the stream currently right now. Massive thanks to Cyber Drake, who has given out some free subs. Uh, yep. Thank you very much. If you sub to our channel, you get a re-emoji, which is great, because we re a lot. Yes. Speaking and that's that. Speaking of being great, our guest is great, and we're going back to those questions. Yay! Hooray! Segways are hard. Number <laughs> one, RK Striker JK5 is up first and asks, what is your favorite non-MLP franchise? Uh, currently, it's definitely the Owl House. Uh, I think, yeah. I, like, e- easy answer for me on that. I, oh, I, I'm, I'm just totally in love with the Owl House. I, I love the setting. I love the characters. I love the sense of humor, and I love the fact that the main characters are fucking queer. Thank you, thank you, Disney, for giving us queer characters yes. that are explicitly queer in the show. That's a five. Yeah. Number two. Have you ever done anything fan-wise for a non-MLP franchise? Uh, yeah, so so uh, aside from the one that's coming out now, that's, uh, again, Dangers of Fic- in Fiction, that, that's Owl House novel. I, I did write a one that's already done and up that's, uh, that's an Owl House uh, uh, story called uh, Keeping Control that was kind of like a response 
and expansion on the last couple episodes of season one. It takes place like directly after uh, Wing It Like Witches. That's the, the episode with the Grudgeby match and goes through the season finale. Um, so that's, that's one that's actually finished as opposed to just started on it. Um, outside of that, that there, I, I have worked a bit, nothing that's public yet on She-Ra fanfic. Um, I also, there, there is, if you, if you maybe go back and look really, really hard to when I was 14, there may still be existing Dragon Ball Z fanfic from me that I will not be linking for anyone. Wow, good job. <laughs> when, will I, when will I be getting my Owl House self-insert fic where I date the goth mommy Lilith? <laughs> Never, Jesus I don't write Christ. those stories. You, you have to go get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Moving on. Are you trying to say Gogeta, but you just so flaccid? <laughs> the next questions are from Nyla. Uh, number one, uh, what would you say about Owl House to someone who's never watched it? Um, well, aside from what I said before on it, uh, the the setting is really interesting. Like, like if you're if you're the sort of person where we're being told that there are queer characters that are expl- explicitly queer in a Disney show isn't the driving factor, how about that the first magical creature that uh, Luce encounters threatens to eat her skin? Uh, <laughs> it's it's got a very acidic sense of humor. Uh, I think the show is incredibly funny, um, and it's just, just it's. You, you should just mention the weather they have. Yeah, it, it does. It it has acid rain where it literally burns you. Um, the whole thing no. like. Gornados, pain. Gornados, yeah. Um, it, like like the the setting itself is a group of magical beings that are living on the festering corpse of a titan. The Boiling Isles are the corpse of a titan that died centuries ago, and it's been rotting, and it has a whole society that's grown on top of it. And that is for a Disney show. Sounds <laughs> like something out of my refrigerator, to be honest. It could, it could very well be. You, you might have some witches <laughs> on your uh, I have the meatloaf. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you get all kinds of interesting <laughs> colored molds with leftovers, so... <laughs> We always make the really... joke, oh, we're going to kill a civilization when we empty out the fridge. <laughs> that is unhealthy and not good for you. Please stop. Get some rest. I'm just throwing it away. <laughs> Number like, two. Something in a Tupperware for so long and it starts growing mold and foam. Is, oh, cool, a little civilization. Okay, down the trash. There you go. <laughs> yeah, just don't, don't, don't keep it that long. Number two. So much <laughs> As a fellow bat lover, is that your favorite animal, and if so, why? I, it is. Uh, my my favorite animal is probably bats, specifically flying foxes. I love flying foxes. They're so They're cute. great. And, and and that's my reason they're cute. I, I don't have any other reason besides that. Well, besides the fact that they, you know, are big, derpy dumbasses who apparently run into each other midair. <laughs> well, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> And yeah, they, like they, and they look that way too. They look like they would crash into each other in midair too. While also just be like, like they, they look like like a cross-eyed puppy. That's what they look like. <laughs> like in the giant flying foxes are like my height almost. They're ridiculously tall. So, have you seen mm-hmm. them eating bananas? I, I have. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the old bat that got too old to fly? So they fly. They carry him yes. around. Yes, yeah. I've seen it. 
It's so sweet. 38 years old now or something like that. Old bat. I love. I fucking love bats. Old bat. Bats are good. It it looks like it finally gave the artifacts of the chosen one, and it can now turn to dust. (laughs) I just. I fucking love fruit bats, and I love bats in general. I love all bats. Bats are great. That's all. You're making me blush over here. (laughs) Number three. Do you like head pats? Who who doesn't like head pats? Me, I don't know. Me. Aggressively no, me. Aggressively you. <laughs> I'm but very I, short. I fucking hate head pats. I, <laughs> I, I, I could I I could I could definitely see from that angle on it. But but any anything with with that like demeaning quality is totally overrun by the fact that I am aggressively a bottom. So it's just <laughs> <laughs> just head pats, yes. Yes, you tell. All right. Alex underscore is up next. Uh, number one, do you have any hopes for the merry month of May? Um, I hope I finish the story that I'm writing, which it's kind of had some issues last couple days on it. With I've just been distracted on it. So my 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 hopes for May that I, I get back on track with that. What what holidays are in May again? Mother's Day. Yes. I'm also Cinco. Also. Bra Cinco de Mayo. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have five mayonnaise, yes. Also, um, <laughs> may the fourth be with you for the Star Wars people who like to go to bars and get fucking crunk. Yes. There's others too, just... How, how did you not get Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> well, you have five mayonnaise, okay. <laughs> I have one. In in which Enigma is that dumb? Okay. I mean, Enigma, if you're going to pretend to be that dumb, I'm actually going to believe you. So, like, this just this is just a deficit for you, honey. Slow down, man. Yeah. Nothing. We had to explain something to you a couple of casts ago. We're not going to talk about it here because I don't want to edit that again. Number two, what is lurking in the soil? Uh, nitrites. Objection. She's she's correct. she's right, you know. <laughs> that shit. That shit. <laughs> Number three, what is the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth? Kind of cut out. Worst thing I ever had? What? In your mouth. The worst. In my thing mouth. You've ever had in your mouth. <sighs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna not be dirty and, and and think in a direction for this. What was the worst thing that I've ever had that wasn't just like, oh, what, what what's the name of it? I actually tried if if you've heard of it that the the like the poisonous shark that if you ferment it it becomes non poisonous. I, I am tried very that. Well aware oh my of this. fucking god, it was disgusting. I I have also tried this. It it is not fermented and pickled the way you think a pickle would be. It does not taste like that. No, no, it was ferment- no. It's like fermented under sand. Yeah, with like Ooh. lye or some nonsense like, the like that. Fish kind of thing. No, or- no, it's it's really bad. Like I, it it tastes it tastes like bathroom cleaner smells. <laughs> <laughs> no bats. Am I wrong? That, that is that is a very apt description. It, it's like it's like pure ammonia. Yeah, is is like it's like like flaky fish that tastes like ammonia. Yes, thank you. 
Yes, I was trying not to say cat pee, but it tastes like cat pee smells. Okay? So, so it's an originally poisonous fish. Shark. So, so shark. basically, you, you take a poisonous shark, and then you rot it until it's no longer poisonous, and then you dry it and smoke it and eat it. And why? Because you are you live in, like, in like and Greenland, and you hate yourself. And the texture is like, oh, God, I, know, oh. I know you said flaky, but it's not. It's like jelly with flakes in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it tastes like it used to be flaky. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Okay, I like pickled fish. I like pickled herring. I'll even eat roll mops, though fucking never again. For, oh, God, what what is the thing they actually have in Nebraska still to this day that I don't understand why they have that's a fish? Uh, Priest. Catfish? No, honey, like the terrible fish that's awful that is terrible and awful and, like, is a is a like jellied fermented fish that I, I w- wish death upon people never again. Uh, either either gefilte fish or lutefisk is what lutefisk. I think. It's lutefisk. I never like again. both of those. I so. like all the lutefisk. <laughs> I love stuff, but never again with lutefisk. We can just talk about fish I hate forever. I'm sorry. I love fish, but like <laughs> the ones I do hate, I hate with a passion. Oh my god, I can't believe. Yes, you, I understand. I can't believe you've had like. Oh god, what's it called? Like uh, this. It starts with an thing. H. It's like H A K something or other. Uh, Hockle or something similar to that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just never again. Never again with that either. Don't eat it, uh, uh, priest. You you've had a little bit of durian and you've smelled durian. Yes. This is worse. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Never again. That, yeah, that, that video that was does not yeah. adequately display the pain that I felt in that moment. Yeah. Although Dipper might. I have it yeah. recorded somewhere, actually, I think. It's on YouTube. You, we, we took it from you and we put it on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> Number four. Can you smell the burning? My muffins! <laughs> <laughs> My cabbages. <laughs> All right, up next. Then, what? No, uh, refresh. What? Refresh. I know. Number you five. set up. Okay, there we go. How do I fall asleep? Uh, how do you fall fine. asleep, or how do I fall asleep? Yes. <laughs> um, I fall asleep in a bed. I don't know about you. Ah, yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Bet, I remember. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I misheard you. I thought, I thought Beth said that she, that she falls asleep in a bag. <laughs> no. No, no, a bed. To be honest, I, I heard that too. I heard the bag too. So I was kind of like, oh, a body yes, bag. I don't have anything funny to say here. <laughs> number, number. Number six, can you design an original superhero capable of taking on the MCU? Uh, probably, if I, if I wanted to. I, I mean, I, like, the one thing with the MCU, a lot of the characters do have defined limits. It would be more difficult trying to do something to take, it out, take down the Justice League. Because, like, Superman is kind of designed to be impossible to actually overcome. Overcoming Superman is not the point of Superman. So... That, that's one where designing something that can defeat them is kind of defeating the purpose of the Justice League in general. Tell it to Lex. <laughs> with, with, with the MCU, 
it, they're, they're much more flawed and they have much um, like, like more stringent limits on it. it. It'd be a little hard with Dr. Strange on the team, but you could probably design someone around it. They, they may have to be specifically designed to counter everyone though. It's no, it's very easy actually. You just make a character and you call her Mary Sue. Sure, there you go. Size heavily. I mean, rip her right out of the Star Trek fandom from set from the seventies. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> number seven. For my lucky seventh question, what would you like to be in? And answer that. What would I like to be in? Asked. Asked. What would I like to be asked? And answer that one. Um, man, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what would I like to be asked? Um, are you okay today? I am okay today. I'm I'm doing pretty well today. Um, I, I guess that's water? a good enough one. Nah, I got beer. I'm good. Life is better with beer. What yeah, cheese is like the best angel? cheese? What cheese is the best cheese? Um, depends on the on the application. My my favorite for just like this is a piece of cheese and I'm going to eat some now is provolone. Fair enough. Mm. Do you like mango? Sure, I like mango. <laughs> Not my favorite fruit. Probably favorite fruit is blueberries. Mm. They're good for your eyes, or so I heard. They're good for everything, actually. One of the better <laughs> berries you can have. Toss you know anything. I'm gonna good. say. I'm gonna say right fucking now. Mm -hmm. If you are a writer, and you describe a woman's pussy as tasting like mango, I'm here to tell you, kids. <laughs> you've eaten pussy that has a yeast infection. <laughs> that is not how pussy tastes. What was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> What's that famous? What's that famous tweet that they're saying? Yeah, if it tastes sweet, something's wrong. Good pussy yeah. tastes. Good pussy tastes like the air coming out of the back of the PS4. <laughs> pussy does not taste like mango. Pussy does no. not taste like fruit. It tastes like pussy. No. Suck it yeah. up and enjoy eating pussy, bitch. Anyway. Well, if I remember right. Didn't you write Stella's uh, tasting of mango? Who doesn't? That's the, that's the joke is that she eats so much fucking pineapple that she actually tastes like pineapple. It's obviously no basis in reality. So take that for what you will. Anyone who ever read my story, please do not assume that's going to be true. Well, also a implying... lot of things can certainly affect bodily composition. Do not go in expecting some, some girl's uh, vagina to uh, taste extremely sweet. Also implying like Flam has ever eaten pussy. Okay. Going right in there. I, I could have sworn, I, pencil. I could have sworn we had rules against violence on the cast. So, uh, <laughs> fucking just murder me right on stage. Thank you very much. But, okay, sure. <laughs> Love you, kiddo. The next set of questions are from a non-pencil. Pencil, oh, good. would you like to do the honors? Oh, uh, sure, sure. I can put on my, maybe I can put on my sexy voice. Now I'm just feeling guilty and very proud of myself <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, thanks. 
What would you whisper into a vagina? God, topical. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. Um, hey, baby, come here often? What would it whisper back? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> <clears throat> so, what horse did you have for the Kentucky Derby today? For me, it was a tough choice between bubonic, bourbonic plague, hot rod Charlie, or soup and sandwich. <laughs> uh, can't can't say I've ever watched the Kentucky Derby ever. To 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 be fair, those were all genuinely horse names that were in the, the Kentucky Derby. I, I believe it. I believe it. And those are awesome names. I, I just, soup and sandwich. That, that soup and sandwich. I, I, I want to name a cat soup and sandwich. Next cat I get soup and sandwich. <laughs> but bourbonic spelled with like bourbon. That makes me so bourbon? happy. Bourbon. Bourbonic. Bur- yeah. That, 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 is, that is an awesome name. That's so- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about for a horse. That, that seems like a name for like, for like a, an iguana or something. Name it bourbonic. Okay. <laughs> bourbonic. Well, well, it's okay because um, Medina Spirit took it and... Uh, Gotta tell you, I am seeing so much uh, funky cold Medina, like, all over Twitter right now because of that. So thanks, everyone, for reminding me that exists. And that's it. That's all the questions I had for you. I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> and then last but certainly not least are Rab's questions. Rab, would you like to do the honors? Sure, why not? If you were to make a crossover, what would it, uh, what, yeah, what would it be about? Oh, um, you know, I, I, I've never been much of one for crossovers in general. I, I tend to like playing with, with characters in universe. That's a big part of how I, I write fanfic. I'm, I'm interested in characters interplaying with each other and introducing a whole another cast from a different series over kind of goes against what I'm generally looking for in fanfiction. Um, I, I guess if I, if I was going to write, uh, a crossover I would want to do it between two series that had like a connection in some way like like maybe like a She-Ra fic that used He-Man characters and kind of reimagined he- He-Man characters to fit in the universe of the uh, of the, the DreamWorks She-Ra mm. well I mean or you could go the route of what K-Cat did with uh, Fallout Equestria which is basically Take everything pony and then introduce it to the idea of Fallout. I, I guess you could do that, like, like the, the the retelling of it. I, I did do. I, I wrote a uh, like a, a diesel punk uh, MLP story a while Ooh. ago. It wasn't it wasn't crossed over with Fallout specifically, although Fallout is mm-hmm. like diesel punk, Adam punk. Um, but but I, I could see doing that a blending in a specific universe on it. It's not the most interesting to me, but I, let, let me let, let's see for for MLP what I blend it with that would be interesting. Um, it, it might be interesting redoing MLP to fit into the Steven Universe uh, world, where with like the gems and things that might be interesting. I'm trying to imagine it. I guess I would actually have to watch the show. For those same uh, basically with it it would have to be like redone where it's like basically everyone in Equestria was earth ponies and then give have the the crystal gems characters be 
either alicorns or unicorns pegasus you know Pr- priest has recently played a game where uh where cadence was a crystal gem oh god Next question, if you were the protag of a displaced fic, what would it be about and who would you be? Uh, those displaced fics. Uh, <laughs> uh, God, that, 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 that whole trend started like years ago and it's just kept going and I don't understand. I Girl, don't I understand am. those fics at all. Same. I just... <laughs> like, like, like they, they, 2015 or 2016 or maybe slightly earlier where there's just a new one coming out like every day yes true yeah i just i i don't i don't understand what it is because it's not even like it's not a crossover it's like it's like all of all of the pleasures of a crossover and a self-insert fanfic with none of the positives for either i just don't get it (laughs) I see it as like I see it as like trying to do both. I see yeah, both a self insert and a crossover without actually having to deal with the consequences that come with it. Yeah, I just I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I went to a convention cosplaying as my favorite character, uh Leatherface, and now I'm in Equestria. As Leatherface. <laughs> yep, exactly right. Like, like uh, what? Yeah. That's literally how it works. Because for yeah. the funnies or the serious or self-insert or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I just, I don't get it. I, I'm sure, I'm sure that at least one of those was a good story. That's all I can say positive about it. There is at least there, one good story out of them. like a few good display stories. Don't ask me what they are. <laughs> and that's I not mean, like me trying to diss the genre it's just that that's how genres work yeah mm-hmm. alrighty next question have you ever released a porn video really is that a question what, what? yeah <laughs> wow, Jesus was... why why did you do this Rav <laughs> that has more, for that, that reaction has more right there <laughs> angle. holy shit uh, the the answer is no. I have not. <laughs> Good. I'm proud of you. I think you still have time. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I I have nothing against porn. I I have some friends with people. You know, I'm friends with people who are who have OnlyFans accounts. More power to you. Oh, yeah. No no looking down at all. I am I'm far too self conscious for that sort of thing on it. Sorry. Also, I, I have I have like a a real nine to five job that's that's a bit too straight laced for that. Also fair. True. Same. Yes. Yeah, you're saying it like you would totally sign up otherwise, Glam. <laughs> hey, if I could create OnlyFans and just show fucking feet to degenerates, I probably would. People would like that. Just feet and feet only. I mean, try it. See if you can gain any money from it. I want to see if it actually. Uh, serious. <laughs> Everyone, please subscribe. Please subscribe to Only Flam. Uh, <laughs> Only Flam. This is your assignment for next week. Flam. Pictures, you need to go make a feed, Only Fans, and then like get, check back in and tell us your progress. There you go. <laughs> All proceeds go to a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Project Something Is Afoot. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thank you to our wonderful guest for giving this idea to us. <laughs> I, blame, I blame you. 
<laughs> oh, oh god. All right. Next question. Do you write gore plop or snuffles cuz cute ponies? These fucking pivots, I swear. Snuffles. <laughs> Is that like a nice way of saying snuff film fucking Christ? No. Yes. Fuck <laughs> with that one on the fly. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> I have, I have, I have written, I have written porn, and I have written some stuff that would be a bit too gory for some people, but not together. And I think I'm going to keep it that way. No snuffles. I'm not over this. This is the worst word. I hate this. To me, it sounds like a. It's, to me, it sounds like a porn site where all the. Uh, I... All all the women are sick with some disease. Do you know what snuff I, is? I know what snuff is. Okay. I need a drink right now. Bats, <laughs> Bats, if you had to give a nickname to Bruce Lee's basic bitch little brother, what would you call him? Um, Austin Lee. Close enough. I'm going to drink. I thought I was so sure it was going to be basic Lee. That's what he was going for That's, so that he could drink. And that is that is exactly why I did not say it. <laughs> Basically, I was being a bitch to you, but go ahead. Well, I'll still take that drink. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of bitches, what is your favorite MILF? Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, if we're if we're talking about MLP, it's got to be Twilight Velvet. Mm, yes, thank you. Yes, all my well, yes. she's a gilf now, so you're not. Well, to you, the baby doesn't exist. The baby is dead. The baby never happened. You've seen Fuck. the baby. <laughs> the baby is dead, like he says with total conviction. Just because someone's a gilf doesn't mean that they stop being a milf. Yeah, they're all I know. They're just like <laughs> double. It's like double the milf. You see, the G in Gil stands for Grand Milf. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like PEMDAS or some shit. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like PEMDAS or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you make that a shirt. Yes. You make that a shirt. It'd be like PEMDAS or some shit. And it's That's fucking what... like Flam's character doing like the Sherlock Holmes math. <laughs> Please excuse my dear aunt. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay, don't worry. I will, I will work that phrase into my current metric. It's, it's, the, it's the order of operations for math. No, 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 no. I know that, but what sexy acronym would PEMDAS make? Pussy, uh... Uh, calm, calm, calm down, honey. Eating, uh, mucho. I don't fucking know, man. How about just please, 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 uh, eat. please eat my, my delicious. Come on, delicious. Uh, ass, ass ama- Sunny. Ama- <laughs> please eat my delicious ass, Sunny. Delicious, amazing <laughs> slit. I don't know. Or just a delicious ass, son, because milfs. <laughs> when you said sunny uh, pencil, that made me think that Granny Smith was saying like plays. Like, well, we are talking about gilfs. 
So, please, please Enigma, please, please Enigma, make the dead and shut up. Please, please, <laughs> spread, please spread my grilled cheese, honey. No. Oh, <laughs> this is just reminding me of this shirt. Your son calls me mommy, too. <laughs> please eat my delicious ass, son. That's how we... That's how we get. Are you winning, son? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I no. fucking love that. Can I steal that? Do what? Please eat my delicious ass, son. I mean, I'm pretty sure Shakespeare please already has that one on lock, whether we like it or not. <laughs> no, it's for his contest. You're gonna um, write a story about. This. You're, you, yes! have write, you have to write it in eight days, but sure, go ahead, kiddo. I wasn't even worried Shakes had another contest. Yeah. There's always a contest going on. Anyway. Alright. <laughs> Favorite non-pony? Uh, in MLP or just in, in general? In MLP. Um, Favorite non-pony in MLP. As as much as I hate everything with the school, I think the school is awful. It's got to be Smolder. Mm. Enigma just got what? I love Smolder. <laughs> I also think <laughs> Gabby or Sakura. <laughs> In which Enigma just becomes more and more of a loser with every passing word out of his mouth. No, that, that happens. All, that happens automatically. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. If bats are the superior pony, how many anons must we suck dry? What? <laughs> I, bat ponies are cool. Like I, I'm cool with bat ponies. Um, I guess those are the best. I, I don't know. I, I really like I really like Pegasi in general for the mm-hmm. for it. I, I think I think that the like society for Pegasi is most interesting out of any of them. Um, I don't know, maybe that's the classic student in me, <laughs> but, uh, I, 42 Anons must be sucked dry. Okay. That, I mean, who's, who's gonna, who's gonna volunteer to do the sucking now? That's the big question. I think it can go either way, though. The big <laughs> souk. Yes. The it greatest is. souk of our time. <laughs> All right. Why is Spike the worst and everyone that likes him is wrong? I, I think I answered that question already because mm-hmm. Spike is clearly worst pony. Mm-hmm. And it's because people people treat him like he's actually part of the cast and not Twilight's dorky little brother. It makes him mm-hmm. think he's people. Right. Yeah. Just like Enigma. And, and he yes. is not people. No. No. Just he's like Spike. Enigma. I like to pretend pretend on people sometimes. It makes me happier for that brief moment before reality sets in. It's true. I ship Spike with the Pit of Spikes. Yeah. You can stay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If dick cheese could be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, how much vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? A flesh consolation prize is acceptable, too. God, that's gross. (laughs) I'm actually a little proud of you. I'm a little proud of you. (laughs) 
I think I need to write about this. I never have written about dick cheese in all of my stupid, awful, gross writings. I think I might do that today. This is like the fourth time we've had this question, and this one made the story. Yes, it no, it just it just occurred to me <laughs> what I could do with it. Like I have an idea this time. What what stallion would even have passable dick cheese? No, no, know. no, no. It's Anon. He has the dick cheese, and it becomes a delicacy. That's all we need to do. Oh, okay, so it's just French cheese then. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. See, this this reminded me of uh, I'm I'm not I'm not going to say names on it just to avoid any sort of fandom stuff. I remember in a in a chat with multiple big name writers from back in the 2012 range, a big name one known for weird porn. So that's that's what they were known for was weird as fuck porn. I remember a line from them. It, I. Believe it was apropos of nothing. We were just talking, and maybe someone brought up Rarity, and they had said, "I would milk food of Rarity's cock and then ferment it to make cheese, artisan cheese." That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> That's a fair thing to be reminded of. I, I mean, yeah. It's like right. exercising the demons from my head. I haven't thought about it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, congratulations! Congratulations, you're ready for Vylon questions. Yep, that except we have one question from the chat. Uh, Priest, will you do the honor? It's true. We have a question from the chat. Uh, Cyber asks. Yes, Cyber asks, would you hug Nix? Sure, Nick seems like like Nick needs a hug. She needs a hug. And then yeah. that's it. That was all the questions. And we have, um, and I, I do think our guest is, you know, able to handle some violent questions if I can figure out where the violent questions are. I'm, ha- I'm happy to do it. Our guest seems like the kind of person who uh, is is badass enough to try to answer some awful fucking questions that are really terrible and disgusting. <laughs> they are I mean... really bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you, they are terrible. <laughs> I, 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 I'm fine. You're fine. Can do it. Sure. All right. Yeah. My, my, I'm mostly through my second beer here, and. I'm not as drunk as I was afraid that I would be, but I'm certainly more drunk than I expected to be. Uh, thank you. Uh, my intern has my lovely intern, Alex. Uh, Alex, you didn't give me access. You fuckwad. <laughs> <laughs> I would like I would like access to this. I am very sad that I do not have access to the to the file. Milk, milk. It's your file. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Like we tried, we tried to make it all special. And our guest is just being like apprehensive, like what the fuck are these motherfuckers gonna do to me? Like, oh my god! <laughs> Please stop buying dice. <laughs> Milk is a dice dragon for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> Like, he just hoards them and sits on his little, like, pile of click-clacks. Just, like, pick them up your ass. How do I not even have access? 
<laughs> Why do I have access? You have access, Enigma? No, I'm lying. But you fuck what? What did we talk about saying things for attention? <laughs> only do it when it's funny. Yay! I do. I have access. All right. So, are you ready for? All right. I'll, I'll do the. I'll do the little song then. <laughs> it's time for questions with Simon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, yeah, this is what we do. Uh, Violin is somebody who we're very fond of, uh, who used to come into our thread and ask really distressing, really upsetting, like really not okay questions, some about very <laughs> sensitive topics. And uh, we would ask them to our guests. <laughs> okay. And so let's see. Um, let's, it, it's, sorted, it's sorted by subject. So do we want, uh, let's see, do we want fangirls? Rape, pedophilia, necrophilia, or incest? Oof. Um, let, let's, let's, skip, <laughs> let's skip the pedophilia, please. All yes. right, necrophilia it is. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just... It's a good sign. <laughs> I haven't done this one in a long time. Let's do this one. <clears throat> You are a morgue worker, and you are released by registering a plea for insanity. Then, to get compensation for the trouble of being arrested, you sue the dead man's widow for child support. You win. Unfortunately, instead of giving you money, the court decides to take the baby into state custody, which makes you sad because you had plans. Morgues are also rejecting you now whenever you apply for a job. How dare they deny you of your life's calling? Fortunately, you meet a guy who is totally turned on by what you do. To your surprise, he even gives you his absolute consent and permission to kill and use his corpse. Will you accept the offer to make each other's dreams come true and kill him for a short-lived but super satisfying and unforgettable one time? Or will you decline and just be content on role-play so you get less satisfying fucks but a guaranteed partner? What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> These are these are stories. These are questions that have been given to us one post at a time over the course of several years, and we have saved them all because they have ruined our lives, and so we have to ruin others. This is totally accurate. Oh God! And and Uh, there's 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 a lovely little caveat. Here on the broadcast, if we ask you a violin question, killing yourself is always an option, not IRL. But in, in the context, don't actually kill yourself. No one killed themselves. We love you very much. Please get help. Mental health is a serious problem. But in the context of this story, killing yourself is also an option. I, in the context of this story, I think declining is a perfectly acceptable answer here. No, declining the question? Declining the question. We're de- de- in. No. no de- oh, no. Declining the offer. Because it... Because then there was the option there of killing and fucking him, or declining and being content with role playing in your head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, so I'm going to decline. Thanks. All right, decline it is. <laughs> let's 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 do just three. Can you handle three? Are you ready for three? <laughs> sure. Oh, this is an interesting one. This is an interesting one to ask. We will do this. <clears throat> you are on a bus, and the seat next to you is free. 
a 9 out of 10 hot girl wearing a mini skirt steps in and sits down next to you. Her arm gently rubs against your shoulder as the bus drives on a bumpy road. She notices you getting uncomfortable and looks you in the eyes. She smiles. She lays a hand on her on her thighs, still smiling, but looking forward. Her mini skirt slips up slightly. You try not to get a boner. She gets a boner. Will you tap that or drop that? <laughs> it's a it's a good twist at the end. Um, right? Yeah. Now 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 on that for it. None of this was deal breaker for me, like at all. Fuck yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, you are talking to a trans lesbian, and I, I am trans for trans. I'm not, and there's like none of that, none of that only cis girl or only post op or anything like that. That's a bunch of bullshit. That's the non binary internal... thinks this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> this is internalized transphobia, none of that shit. And, but, but, but of the options of topping or dropping, I'm not topping because I. No, 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 just, it's, ta- it's tapping. You, you tap, can tap, tap. Tap or drap, okay. Um, tap, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fan fucking tastic. Like, if this happened to me, I'd just be like, yes, it has a. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, and you know what I mean. I'm not being. I'm being. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes, yes, yes. Um, hmm. One more. How awful can we get? Let's. Because you're handling these and very uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> this oh, is no! a good sign. Yes. Okay. 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 I've been trying to pick ones with like female-involved people because you know, le- <laughs> lesbians. Um. Oh God. You're gonna hate everything about this. Enjoy. You are finally in bed with the mayor of your dreams, Fluttershy. You are worshiping her by your head to her crotch where you fish out a chunk of carrot with your tongue. (laughs) She does taste like salad, and the idea turns you on, so you happily eat it. When you fish out a piece of lettuce and a slice of tomato, you conclude that she literally has salad inside her. You stop and ask her about it. Her giggles are like heaven to your ears. Oh, um, sorry. Um, the last stallion was drunk and threw up in there. Are you happy to clean your waifu, or will you add to the mix? I forgot. I know. <laughs> oh man! Plus, I got to break out my Fluttershy voice, so there we go. Oh god! Oh. Oh. You know, I'm a big fan of salad. <laughs> yes. Mmm, <laughs> that salad, huh? Oh, this is the best. <laughs> I, I congratulate you so much on handling Violon's questions. And, and those were questions with Violon. There we go. <laughs> Priest, back over to you. Yes. Back over here. Uh, over the week, we'll have sunny skies with... Wait, no, this is the wrong... Uh, we are now closing down to the end of the cast. It's been fun, but it had to end at some point. That's... We can't thank you enough for the time that you've lent to us. 
Um, if someone catches this on iTunes later on and goes, "Oh man, I really golly gosh darn hope I could ask a question to Bats," is there a place that they can send you things? Uh, so, so I'm on, I'm on Fin Fiction. Uh, you can send me a private message. Uh, you can leave a comment on my user page. I'll answer from there. Um, if it, if it's if it's really really bizarre, I may not answer. Sorry, <laughs> um, but but if, if uh, I will uh, will answer. I, I I saw the the, the questions here in the podcast. If you wanted to leave that on in the podcast group, I, I'll start answering questions on that uh, on the, the, the this episode's um, thread. If uh, if that'll work for anyone too. So any of that's fine. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Well, then, uh, on that note, uh, Milk, what are we up to next week? I do this every week. How are we never ready? (laughs) You know why I'm never ready. I am never ready because I don't have anything planned until the day I do a thread. I mean, that's fair. Wait, what do you wait, guys want us to wait, do? Wait, wait, wait a second. Is, is, is the next? Is that on the seventh? Is it going to be on the seventh? Is the next one on the seventh? I have to know. This is important. Well, today's the first, so yes. Well, technically, it could be the seventh or the eighth. Oh, okay. We we might. Okay. Well, we we talk. We do a talk. Because that's I will be getting, I will be being stabbed on uh, the seventh. So. Oh yes. Mm. Stabby. The stabby her, stab. Her, you know, her designated murder time. Wait a second, if I'm getting stabbed on that day, doesn't that mean one of you is also getting... Enigma, aren't you getting stabbed on the 7th, too? On, on the 14th, not the 7th. Ah, got it, got it. Okay, making sure. Sorry, we can continue now. Stop <laughs> designating your murder times. It's supposed to be a crime of passion. Milk, you're muted and everyone is confused. I pre- I'm pressing the button. I'm pressing the button. Ah! <laughs> Thank you for stabbing this episode of the Barcast. The highest donator this time around was Cyberdrake777. Thank you so much for the subs and the bits. It means the world to us. Thanks, guys. Without further ado, your podcasters have been a non-pencil. I'm getting stabbed! Ravage. E. Enigmatic Otaku. My no-no zone will get zoned. I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Flammorfer. Order of Operations. (laughs) Hemdas. Our amazing guest, Bats. Thank you for having me. And I'm going to write to self-validate my skill. Bye! Go away! This is the end of the video. We miss you already. What are you doing here? Show's over. Go Go home. home.